0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to our Bible study, where we are traveling through the book of Ephesians. Now, we've titled this series Ephesians and Coffee, so I hope you have with you your Bible and also your coffee, because I do. and We're supposed to be sharing this stuff together, so get your Bibles, get your coffee, um, and share with us what coffee you're drinking, and share a picture of your mug. Um, Today, I'm drinking out of my Got Bats mug. Um, I bought this mug a couple years ago when I was working with a Christian school, and we took their high school hiking club. On an overnight trip to Mammoth Cave, Uh, we spent about two days there taking tours and exploring different caves, and we saw a lot of bats. And so I thought it would be appropriate to buy this mug, Got Bats. Um, And again, today I'm drinking my Maxwell House medium roast coffee. Um, This is my everyday coffee. Um, I absolutely love it. Give it a try. And so if you're sharing a cup of coffee with us, share in the comment section a picture of your mug and what coffee you're drinking. Uh, But now let's jump into our lesson. So turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. And we're going to begin reading with verse 4. And read this with me. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. I love this last part. It is by grace you have been saved. But listen to what it said. God, who is rich in mercy, When I say that word, what comes to mind? What do you think of when you hear the word mercy? I think of a scene from the movie Gladiator. Now, in this movie, Russell Crowe plays a character who is a general of the army, and he is taken captive, and he's forced to be a gladiator, meaning he is forced to fight to the death for a crowd. And and during one of the fight scenes, he's fighting another gladiator. And towards the end of that fight, he pins the other man to the ground. And in that moment, he had the opportunity to kill the other warrior. However, Russell Crowe's character, when he's looking down on that man, he doesn't kill him. Instead, he lays down his sword, and he spares the man's life. And the crowd begins to chant, merciful. You see, mercy by definition is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone who it is, it, it is in with one's power to punish or harm them. Mercy. Max Locato wrote this. He said, imagine you are teaching a lesson on mercy to a children's class. What illustration from your life would you use to describe what it feels like to receive mercy? What does it feel like to receive mercy? How would you explain what it's like to be merciful to someone else? What does mercy mean to you? You see, for me, uh, shortly after my wife and I got married, I deployed with the army and I had to take my wife to get her military ID so that she could handle things back home while I was overseas. Well, when we arrived to the ID office, which was about two hours from our house, we were told that we had the wrong paperwork. Now, it had to be a two hour drive home to get the paperwork and two hours back, that day. Um, It's a long story as to why it had to be done that day, but we had to do this so that she could have her ID. Now, being young and dumb, this was a a big mistake in my life. Uh, Being young and dumb, I was very angry. And so I got in my car and I tore out of that parking lot. I hit the exit and I got on the highway and I headed home and I was driving fast. I do not endorse that. It was a mistake of mine. Okay. But I was driving fast and well, because of that, what happened i got pulled over well when the cop pulled me over uh, she looked at me and goes where are you going and why are you going so fast so i explained to the officer the situation i said hey you know i'm in the military i'm deploying i got my wife's id and i explained this whole thing to her and she looked at me now she didn't look at me kindly she was very upset with me but she looked at me and said sir i'll let you off with a warning but you have to let your wife drive from here And so the officer let me off, but she had the right to punish me, right? I had no reason to to get off. I, I should have been punished, but she showed me mercy. How about you? Have you ever been shown mercy before? What does it mean to you to have mercy shown to you? Here's what I want you to do. Take a couple of minutes and share together what mercy means to you. Max Licato explains that Paul has laid the foundation for the new life and resurrection power that we receive when we come to faith in Christ. In this section, he turns to discussing the actual transformation that takes place when we make this decision. He explains how God brings us back to life from a place in which we were spiritually dead. He he teaches that God raises us up, gives us power, and enables us to do good works for him. You see, in this, Paul distills the relationship between our faith in Christ, God's grace to us, and the actions that should then flow out of our salvation. You see, due to sin... Due to our choice of leaving God, we were destined for death. Max Lucado wrote it this way. We are incarcerated by our past, our low road choices, and our high-minded pride. We have been found guilty. We sit on the floor of the dusty cell, awaiting the final moment. Our executioner's footsteps echo against the walls, head between knees, We don't look up as he opens the door. We don't lift our eyes as he begins to speak. We know what he's going to say. Time to pay for your sins. But in that moment, we hear something else. You're free to go. They took Jesus instead of you. And then Max Licato continues to write and says, the door swings open, the guard barks, get out, and we find ourselves in the light of the morning sun, Shackles gone and our crimes pardoned wondering what just happened? Well, church, I'll tell you what happened. God's grace and mercy. Amen. Church, listen to me. Christ took away our sins. And where did he take them? To the top of a hill called Calvary, where he endured not just the nails of the Romans, the mockery of the crowd and the spear of the soldier, but also the anger of God. You want to know what mercy is? That's mercy. Jesus, he looked at us in our sinful state, knowing that we deserve death. Because, listen to me, we did. In our sinful, nasty state, we deserve nothing but punishment and death. Yet, Jesus looked at us in that state, and he said, I will die for them. Let them live. Church, it's so amazing. We have been shown mercy, amen? Amen. And because of this, we can live freely in Jesus with the hope and the assurance of eternal life. But it doesn't stop there. You see, Jesus has shown us mercy, and he wants us to show mercy to others. Yes, I I get it. We live in a fallen and sinful, cursed world where people will harm us and people will hurt us. The world doesn't care. But we should never And this is in Scripture. Go to Romans chapter 12. We should never repay evil for evil. You see, we have been called to show grace, mercy, and love, just as Christ has shown us. And so here's my challenge for you this week. When you turn off this video, answer this question. What are some ways I can show mercy to others through my life? Grace, mercy, and love have been shown to us. Let's mirror the life of Christ and show those to others, okay? That's my challenge for you this week. And so as we come to a close, let's pray. And again this week, we're gonna be praying the prayer that is found in the back of your book. So turn there, or it's gonna be on the screen. Let's pray this together. Father, we call ourselves your people, and yet we carry the baggage of a week of concerns. We come to you just as we are, without trying to hide our mistakes and our weaknesses. We need your mercy and grace. Lord, mend us and make us better than we could be alone. Amen. Friends and family, I love you all. I hope you have a great week. I hope to see you on Sunday. God bless.